It's March 21st, Verbs. It is. I'm now, glad you mentioned that. It's a special, special day in history because once upon a time, the world was lacking something. There was a void and the void, it, it was a bunch of uh, voices. People were clamoring for something and, and the voices were brittle. They were astringent sounding. They kind of sounded, maybe they sounded like me a little bit and they they needed something. And on March 21st, 19th, there emerged, there yes. was a, a, a birth of a little tiny boy, a little baby named V to the E to the R to the B to the S. It's Verbs, it's Verbs' birthday. The yes, verbs. verbs was born. And <laughs> immediately the audio waves of history were forever changed uh, by his rich. Yes. yes. Give it Man. up. Give it up. Let's clap it up. That's probably by the best birthday uh, salutation I've ever received. I appreciate that. Mm. Born did the year come, they now, made the I gotta, like, with did the you, the Were back. you born like this? Like you came out of the womb and the doctor's like, it's a boy. And you're like, hey, thanks, doc. Yeah, I'm Verbs. What's up? Shout out to the doctor that delivered me. Appreciate that. <laughs> oh, Verbs, we are so happy you were born. Um Thank now, this you, is Blake. technically the past time. So I'm just thinking we may have recorded this before the moment that you're listening to this. Dear listener, I focus on this. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, if this is your first time listening, you're welcome in advance because Verbs, whose birthday it is, uh, has, has taken another trip around the sun, another year wiser. And I think his voice has gotten even uh, richer, smoother for your <laughs> Monday morning drive, your commute. So, uh, Verbs, I'll kick it to you, birthday yeah. boy. What are we talking about today? Well, first of all, thank you again uh, for those birthday wishes. Today, Blake, we are talking about motivation, as we have been the past couple of weeks, as far as how to stay motivated uh, with your goals. Now, this is good because we're coming up right on quarter two, the beginning of quarter two. So, this is a great time that we have to review how quarter one went and really assess where we, might, where we might need to make some adjustments. But I want to ask you, Blake, I pose a question to you first. Have you ever gotten to the point, or maybe it's been recently in quarter one, uh, to where some of your goals, you may not have been as motivated or you just kind of hit a dry spot? I have. I have. I, and it's, you know, I haven't necessarily, I don't know that I've fully examined why. I, I'm mm -hmm. looking forward to the dialogue of this episode to sort of uncover why that happens, but more importantly, what you can do uh, to be in, you know, to get that motivation back, uh, because that's that's key. You know, if we aren't excited about our goals, it's right. really heavy lifting. A goal is already ideally something beyond your comfort zone that's not easy to achieve. If you don't if you don't care about it in the midst of it, it makes it that much harder. And so, you know, if that's you listening, you know, maybe just the the day-to-day -day busyness or other distractions of life have sort of taken you off course and you find yourself disconnected from those reasons, those driving whys behind your goal, then buckle up, my friends. We are going to help you get your mo back. 
This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet, so you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays. I'm Verbs, here with Blake Stratton. Blake, first of all, happy Monday. As happy you noticed, Monday to you. Happy Monday to are, you, Verbs. Now, we are one short today. We are. We are. We're Our missing. Our marketing officer is not with us today. Miss Courtney Baker. Yeah. I think Mrs. she was Courtney being Baker, inducted to the Peloton Hall of Fame Hall of or Fame. something like that. Yeah. I think she got called in by Peloton to be a brand ambassador or something like that. So um, that's not true. Some of you are like, oh, wow, I should send her a <laughs> yeah, note. You have wow, to, you have to, yeah, you have to clean that up just so <laughs> people aren't tweeting congratulations and all that. But yeah, yeah. she'll definitely be back with us soon. No, people right, well, should tweet congratulations to her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they should. They should. Everyone say congrats on being on your inducted to the induction. Peloton Hall of Fame. <laughs> See if we can get her going on it. All right, Verbs. So we're talking about motivation today, getting that, you know, those driving forces back in gear behind your goals. You want to talk about what's what's the first driving force people should reflect on? So force number one is the drive. And we're talking about the drive behind your goal is about who and or what. Now, I'll say this before we really kind of get too far into it. Um, a lot of the foundation of what we're going to talk about today actually goes back to how you've framed or formulated your goals according to the SMARTER framework. And so you'll see kind of those points where they'll connect as we go through the, the forces that we're going to talk about today. But I'll toss it back to you, though, Blake, to drive behind our goal and making sure that's kind of embedded or baked into the initial goal or not and what we might need to do to adjust it. Yeah, I sometimes have found myself working on a goal and when I lose interest upon further examination I I find it's because you know I ask myself, "Hey, why am I why am I doing this goal? Where where's mm -hmm. my what's the driving force?" and it starts with the phrase, "Well, I should dot dot dot." Right. These are should goals, as I call them. So, for instance, people say, oh, I should eat healthier, you know, whatever that means. Or I should, you know, verbs, he wakes up at 4 a.m. And, and bench presses 300 pounds every day. <laughs> so, I should, you know, do, do that routine. You know, right. if you Google search like celebrity routines, people are looking for formulas that other people have done to find success and then just mimicking those tactics mm -hmm. because of some sort of made up ideal, a societal norm or or something, right? Um, right? We see this all the time with people's finances or with their lifestyle choices, their work choices. And the trouble with this, I mean, it's true that, yeah, w would getting up earlier and exercising be quote unquote good for you? Yeah, probably. But if the driving force is outside of yourself, uh, right. outside of your own desire, if it's a should driver, that motivation is going to be hard to sustain. 
You know what I is this making sense, yeah. Verbs? No, and I think I think you said it um well as far as, hey, these are good things that could be done. And there's probably some people that actually succeed at doing these things based on, you know, being influenced by a program or a person or some sort. So yeah, in and of itself, I think these things are good. I should eat healthy because it helps me be a healthy person. But as you mentioned, just the motivation or the drive behind it, it could fall short and we can lose our motivation because it's not embedded in something internally. Yeah. I, and I would, I would say this, it's a good thing to want what you want. It's a good thing to have desires because what I've found is when I choose a goal that is just something I really want, one of two things happens. Either A, it, it turns out what I want was great for me and I, I get it and I, I sustain it. Or uh, I discover something about myself or about what I really wanted that would be more fulfilling along the way. Sure. Right? But, the, but your desire is that compass. It is that mm-hmm. – it's helpful to allow that to be the case just because if you don't, if it's somebody else, you know, pressuring you into something, it's, it's, it's far more taxing uh, just on an energy level, on a consistency level. Like I talk to, you know, business owners, mostly what I do during my workday, and they tell me, well, I really ought to be more disciplined. And the first thing that goes off in my head, you know, they talk about the full focus planner. Let's say, oh, you know, I know I really ought to be doing, you know, whatever. And I go, time out. You ought to be like, do you want to do that? Let's talk about what you really want. And what so often happens is once they focus on what they want, sometimes Mm -hmm. they end up doing those things that they quote unquote should do along the way. But -hmm. because the driver is internal and personal to them, they're much more likely to succeed. So, uh, that that would be, I guess, my two cents is to pay attention to what matters truly to you right. when setting your goal or perhaps reframing a goal that you currently have. Yeah. And I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago and you mentioned it is your goal is not about only what you want to do or accomplish, but who you want to become mm. when you accomplish that goal. And I think that is that can be something I know that's well, let me say this. This is something that's helped me as I formulated my goals this year is at the end of this, who do I want to become versus just doing, you know, a task that I think I should do or installing some sort of ritual or regimen that I think I should do. Um, but really, who do I want to become at the end of this? And I think that's an important question to ask ourselves when we start assessing where we're at right now going into quarter two. That is a great lead-in verbs to the second force uh, behind your goal that you should reflect on. The first one being the drive, you know, are you driving it or is it outside pressures? The second force is the benefits. So this is as simple as asking, hey, what's in it for me? What is in accomplishing this goal that will benefit uh, me or people I care about or or something I want, right? Mm -hmm. And what you just said, who I get to become is a great benefit. Maybe one of the best benefits is, you know, what's what why is it worth pursuing this goal? Well, because I want to become the type of person who fill in the blank, right? Maybe you're, you know, I want to be the type of person that's in great physical shape that has a lot of energy. So yeah, this goal, (laughs) this goal might feel like a grind right now to 
you know, get up a little earlier to do whatever exercise you're doing. But when you reflect on the benefit of doing that over the course of time, you can you can rediscover your motivation. It's almost like, I think with this one verbs, the benefits, you're thinking about, uh, you're doing some time traveling. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I do. I actually did this this morning because I was kind of feeling, I don't know, just not not listless, like I didn't know what direction I was going in, but I didn't really have a lot of juice. You know what I'm saying? Like, where mm-hmm. you're like, yeah, I'm doing this, but it just kind of feels like, all right, whatever. <laughs> you know, like you're just, you, your heart's not in it. Yeah. And I did a little time traveling. I, I, I called it like virtual reality. And I started journaling, you know, like I was in a virtual, just in a scene, right? Mm-hmm. Where I've already accomplished my goal. What's the scene? What does it feel like? What is it? What are the surroundings? Uh, how do I feel? Those types of things right. help me at least tune into those benefits of of achieving or at least pursuing the goal. Man, that's um, that's interesting because you know when you're thinking or coming up with the goal, and I mean, I guess you could say if if you're already struggling with this at the at the beginning of the goal creation process. You know, it may be worth doing an exercise like what Blake is talking about is just time travel for a moment and then work yourself back and um, see where it is, where you want to be. Because, again, if you're if you're creating a goal around, you know, physical health uh, or emotional health, it's important to examine those whys behind that goal in light of who you want to become. Because, again, that's going to help not only just your motivation and your drive. But it's, it's also giving you hope cast into the future a little bit. It's going to help reel you in to whatever discipline or whatever rituals need to be in place to, to actually see that goal realized. When I first learned goal setting, we would talk a lot about a reward. You know, like, hey, I'm going to do something nice or I'm mm-hmm. going to get something or whatever. And I, I've done this a couple of times, but I'd, I'd be curious about your experience of that. Have One, yeah. have you ever done something like that? And two... How, how did that motivate you or not motivate you, you know, in comparison to some of these other themes we've talked about? Yeah. So I feel like there's two schools of thought on this. And I've heard Michael mention this as well, is that, you know, in that goal creation process, if there's something that you want to accomplish or achieve, and then you attach a reward directly to it. So for instance, um, I'm going to train for a marathon and by myself, I'm going to do it. I'm going to train for, let's say three weeks every morning. 6 a.m. in the morning, I'm going to run. At the end of that three weeks, I'm going to buy myself a new pair of running shoes or um, some sort of tangible goal or a purchase or an activity they'll do once they complete that goal. And then there's also the school of thought of the way the goal is designed is almost a reward in itself and enough yeah. uh, inspiration to actually do the goal and just being getting the goal completed. Because, I mean, the truth is not all of us complete all of our goals all of the time. So, just completing the goal is also a reward in itself and brings that feeling of um, becoming or satisfaction or at least uh, the development that I might have wanted to see in doing the goal. I find like it's it's there once I complete it. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know if you I don't know. Well, I think I don't, actually I don't know. So let me ask you that as far as <laughs> which which camp would you be in? We know Courtney when she she likes to sell. I mean, she likes to attach those small things that are actual rewards. But I also heard her mention before that sometimes just the completion of the goal itself is a reward. Um, yeah. But where do you kind of I, fall on that? 
honestly, I almost never do a a reward that's just kind of in the reward treat yourself type of thing. I almost never okay. do it. And I think the reason is because I lose it's hard to find something that's going to give me legitimate motivation consistently. Like because if a goal I'm doing is painful, I'm like, "Oh, if I do this, I'm going to treat myself to blah blah blah." And, and my brain kind of works like, "Well, I'm already kind of, you know, I'm already getting by without that nice thing <laughs> or without that, you know, experience or whatever." So, but like I guess for me, the stakes have to be greater. And we'll get okay. to the this in, in our, when we talk about our third force, uh, but the stakes of the goal itself have to be bigger. Like there has to be an inherent reward that I either experience incrementally. Habit mm-hmm. goals a lot of times are like this, where hey, I'm you know I'm halfway through this, or I've, I've kind of been checking the boxes, or I'm moving towards this. I'm experiencing benefits as I make progress on my goal. That to me right. has been the best motivation because there's almost like quicker feedback so to speak but if i especially if it's like an annual goal or a whatever like hey if we save this much money or if we do this then we'll do i don't know i've never had a lot of luck with that now i did technically i did do this you know i i hit a a specific financial goal uh last month actually and i (laughs) it wasn't necessarily predetermined but i kind of had in the back of my mind and i kind of floated it Okay. to my wife and she was actually she encouraged me to do it but i uh i'm a gamer now verbs i bought an xbox oh my god and i've never i i didn't grow up with video games i had like a playstation one for but it was kind of after it was like 15 minutes before playstation 2 came out and it was a little bit like <laughs> i my Somebody parents was I, I, i'm thankful for it but my parents resisted yeah. the whole video game thing for most of my childhood so i was already like almost i think a freshman i was kind of past it sure but um so I'm horrible at, at video games. I basically can, uh, it's just embarrassing. But Ale- my, Elena, my wife and I, we play games together now. And it's like this fun way to do ridiculous stuff. Anyway. Yeah. So I treated myself, that, but you know, I don't think that I would have, that wouldn't have been enough for any goal for me to like right. buy, oh, I'm going to buy some fun thing. So I'm over explaining. We'll have Nick, poor Nick has to cut this down. But Verbs, do you, which one do you do? Which one do you typically yeah, do? Yeah, I think for me, I fall into that camp of, you know, the completion of the goal itself is the actual reward because most of the time there's some level of discipline that has to be uh, realized in carrying the goal out. And so the challenge is to maintain that that discipline. Um, but I think, you know, before we move on to this next one, I think it's important to note, you know, whatever it is, if it's you, you know, making a purchase or writing down an activity that you would do once you complete the goal, or if the completion of the goal is the actual reward, it's just important for you to note it, to name it and write it down. That way you, you know what you're working towards, right? So mm-hmm. if you want to get in, you know, better physical shape, then following a weekly exercise program, that's going to get you there. And at the end of it, you're like, Hey, I'm in, I'm in better physical shape. I can, I can see lines in those abs now or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, maybe you are installing some sort of uh, habit discipline with your finances as far as saving. And the goal is you've actually paid off that card that you've been striving to do for a few years. Uh, but so those kinds of things act as a reward or the benefit. Uh, it might be better stated the benefit or the reward of the goal. So 
but yeah, I fall into that camp of, hey, if I can get this goal, for instance, I'll share this real quick. So I had a writing goal um, that I formulated at the beginning of the year to write eight bars of lyric a day. They don't even have to make sense. They just need to rhyme and have some sort of composition to it, but just get into the practice of doing that. Mm-hmm. And now here's the here's the truth. I hit a messy middle like at week one. It was like, it's not happening. <laughs> a messy middle. Right. But when I restarted, I was I was surpassing that little, you know, the eight bars and I was able to just write, which was the whole goal behind it was getting back into the practice of, mm, you know, mm-hmm. composing words and getting to the agility part of it and all that. So that's where I was going. And so where I started was, well, let me just try to write eight bars of lyric a day. And so, again, I've, I've accomplished kind of what I wanted to do because I feel like I'm locked into a, a new rhythm or groove, so to speak, that helped out the original goal of why I, uh, I came up with it in the first place. So people are, they know I have to ask this, but are we going to write these eight bars together to, so you can check the box <laughs> off today, right now, during the rest of this podcast? I, I, we could try again. It's, it's not going to, it's not going, it doesn't have to make sense. It's just got to rhyme. That's, that's the goal. <laughs> um, maybe we'll save that. Maybe we'll save it. Well, you probably know the benefits of the compound effect of small actions through daily habits, but the biggest question is where are those habits leading you? Well, without a clear destination, it's really challenging to stay on course and keep up your motivation. So how do you decide which habits to prioritize in any given day, month, or even year? Well, the answer is a life plan. We here at Full Focus have created Life Focus, which is a brand new gamified approach to life planning. Each Life Focus kit comes with 11 card decks to help you define your personal mission, identify your personal values, describe your desired future, and determine your next steps, including the key milestones and essential habits to help you achieve your plan. By the end of this fun and easy process, you won't just have a vision for your life, you'll have the next steps and habits to pursue a life of greater direction, growth, and purpose. And right now, just for being a listener of Focus on This, we are giving you 15% off our Life Focus Kit and our course. So just go to fullfocus.co slash lifefocus and use the code FOT15 to get started. We've talked about two driving forces, things to reflect on if you're losing motivation. The first being uh, your your drive. Is it you? Who's driving this goal? Is it you? Is it an outside force? You want to make sure you're in the driver's seat. Second force being the benefits. Really paint the picture in your mind. You know, if it's a nice dinner, you're going to treat yourself to taste the meal, mm-hmm. but familiarize yourself with the benefits of doing the goal. The third force is the cost the cost. In other words, what is at stake if you do not reach your goal? What's at stake? Now, this is something I will have uh, coaching calls, sales calls uh, during uh, my workday a lot. And this is a question I love to ask people because it'll be some version of this where I'll, I'll say something like, you know, they will have told me their goal. They would have told me the stuff that they're dealing with that's a problem or that's keeping them from their goal. 
And I'll ask something like this. Well, why not just keep things the way they are? You know, why, why even go through the trouble of trying to fix that problem or, or hit that goal? Mm-hmm. And it's another way of saying, what's at stake if you don't achieve it? This is, yeah. this is a big deal. It's kind of the, almost the flip side of the second force, right? We think about the benefits. This is the cost. What will you lose? What will you miss out on? Yeah. And that's, I want to underscore what you just said is, what would you lose or miss out on? Because if there's opportunity that's available, you have to willingly choose not to go after that opportunity and count that as a loss, which should hopefully kind of pivot you back into that thinking of what you said. Okay, let me let me name the benefit. Let me name the reward and then figure out how I need to get there. Because if there's stuff out there to get, you are consciously saying, no, that's okay. I'll let it be. I'd rather stay where I am when, you know, there's, if there's opportunity there, why not at least make the effort uh, and take advantage of the opportunity to go for it? Right. So think, think through uh, when you're reflecting on your goal, uh, think of different uh, life domains. If you, if you kind of want to consider the cost, now maybe it's really obvious, right? If, if you're depending on how specific your goal is, but I think this becomes more effective when you think about different life domains. So almost think of it this way: if you if you're a, if you need a word picture, think laterally across different life domains. So even if it's a financial goal, right? Like I want to mm-hmm. earn this much money this year, or I want to save this much money this year. Sometimes we can think, you know, the cost is oh well, I won't have that much money, so my finances won't be as good, right? Well, think laterally. Think okay. Well, how does that affect? my marriage, you know? Oh, well, (laughs) maybe some, you know, uncomfortable conversations (laughs) that I don't really want to have, or we don't get to treat ourselves or go out or take a vacation. Think about emotionally. Hey, how is that going to feel, you know, just for me and and my own sense of progress in my life? Take it across, even, you know, physical. Well, you know, if if we did hit that goal, I probably would start, you know, I'd, I'd go start paying to go see the chiropractor again, or I'd, I'd start getting some more wellness care. And I, and I probably won't be able to do that if I don't hit this financial goal, right? Take, right. spread the cost out laterally. The other thing you can do, Verbs, is go vertically, I guess, or, or kind of in depth. Sure. Uh, and the way I think about this is second and third order consequences. So it's, Impact that Not one. just a different life domain, but sort of, well, if this doesn't happen, then then this doesn't happen, and then that causes this, and that kind of the domino effect, I guess, sure. of missing your goal or not going after your goal. So, this is something that I've talked to some of our clients about before because they'll say things like, well, yeah, I have this habit goal, you know, to be, to set my daily big three every day and have more focus so I can have more focus at work. Okay. You know, and I go, okay, well, what's going to be, <laughs> what's the cost if you don't? Well, and I'll just feel busy and kind of annoyed. And it's like, okay, well, what's a, a second order consequence of that is I got you'll you. come home from work every day being mm-hmm. a little bit annoyed. Okay. So how does that affect your family? Absolutely. Okay. So, and let's say you do that for another two years. Your kid is six years old and the majority of the time they're getting a version of you that's a little bit annoyed. Yeah. How does that affect their day to day? You know? And, and mm-hmm. I'm not to be overly dramatic, right? But you want to carry out second and third order consequences because what that does is it inflates the cost of missing the goal and you can channel that into more motivation. Yeah. 
No, those are great. Those are great pro tips, man. I think because um, again, it's like when you when you think that deeply, as you called it, vertically. Because mm-hmm. again, we're trying to figure out how do we stay motivated and shake ourselves out of this kind of stagnant state, and so it's it's going to require something a little bit extra more. So if you normally you may not be the person if you're listening that kind of goes always to the worst case scenario. But it's also almost something you'd have to do in this exercise is go there to kind of hit the spot of this is why I am motivated. It's like, you know, if you have younger children, they don't mind asking why multiple times to kind of get to the answer that they would like to hear. (laughs) Right. So it's almost taking yourself through that same exercise just to identify and hit that that rock bottom of your why that will then, um, you know, trigger yourself back into a new kind of vein or new current of motivation. So. Uh, I'm actually going to write that one down is horizontally and vertically, just thinking across all domains, because it's easy to just think about one domain. All right, this is financial. This is what's happening in my business. But if I think about, again, the residual effect across the board, then I'm going to be able to come up with something that I identify as I'm going to lose or miss out on this. I have a goal right now in the parental domain of this year being able to schedule time with each of my children individually doing, you know, an hour of whatever they want to do. If it's building Legos, it's just, you know, me and my my son or going out for tea with me and my daughter. But because for me, the why is I know that the, the age range that they're in right now, eventually they may not want to hang out with dad. So I want to capture at least these moments that we have with them right now where they're, you know, they're, they'll get excited to go out and, you know, hang out with dad. And, you know, it's just, you know, investing back into that bucket of relationship uh, with my children, because I don't, the, the cost is I'll miss it. And so I have to mm-hmm. tailor, um, figure out schedule wise, how do I need to, to um, get everything in order so I can actually take, take this on and uh, achieve that goal. Cause it's that important. That's amazing verbs. And I'm not just saying this because it's your future birthday, but you're an <laughs> awesome dad. You really are. Well, and I'm, I'm I convinced that, this is not, this is slightly off topic. I'm convinced that, Maybe, this may be an exaggeration, 80% of the world's problems would be solved instantly if dads would be better dads. (laughs) You know, like you talk about second, third, fourth consequences. Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, if there was dads like you setting those quality time goals with their kids, you know, the second, third order consequences is is has a societal impact, you know? So sure. Um, that's pretty well, awesome. That's inspiring to me. So here's the thing now is just actually making it happen. So make yeah. sure you ask me both <laughs> Nick, Courtney, well, Blake. It's pretty simple. Ask me it's Do you want there yeah. to be another world war? Okay. <laughs> then you better play Legos for an hour. All right. I'm in. I'm in. Let's do it. <laughs> With great power comes great responsibility. Great responsibility. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, speaking of fatherhood, I'm working at home today, and so I can actually hear my motivation uh, crying <laughs> uh, upstairs. Uh, no doubt, she's um, she sounds like she's elucidating time, some existen- existential questions for my wife right now, uh, trying to. <laughs> Those are negotiate. the sounds of the joy of fatherhood, right there. Oh yes, they are. What what wonderful reminders. Uh, they are, especially for those of you who work from home. You, you know what I'm talking about. So the good news is you don't have to lose steam with your goals. 
You can refresh the motivation behind your goals by reflecting on what's driving them, the benefits of achieving them, and the cost if you don't. So Blake, any final thoughts for our focus on this listeners before we wrap up? I think the final thought today, there's one other way to get some motivation back that we didn't necessarily talk about. And that is to uh, lean on somebody. So today you've got me and the wonderful birthday man verbs. And so from us and the focus on this team, if you feel like you can't do it, you can do it. Your decision to go after this is the greatest indicator and factor, the greatest evidence that you've got what it takes. So if you don't hear anything else this Monday morning, hear this, keep going, you can do it. And if you need some help or some some additional encouragement or tools, come see us in the Facebook group, the Verbs, you can, you can let them know about that. But thank you for listening. You've got it, y'all. Go get them. As Blake mentioned, thank you guys for joining us on Focus on This. This is the most productive podcast on the internet, so share it with your friends. And don't forget to join the Full Focus Planner community right there on Facebook. We'll be here next week with another great episode. But until then, stay focused. focused. If you can rhyme the word, how would you rhyme the word focus here? If we do a, we do a few bars. Focused, focused as a blowfish who is not hopeless. Mm. So go get this. It, it's not. It's not magic. No hocus pocus. Hocus pocus. That's the word. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next ten years. You can start today at fullfocus.co/lifefocus.